0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social
1: Podcast Network. Before we get to the next great episode of Bosco's boys, remember this show and all of our episodes are sponsored by Manhattan Brewing Company. They're the best craft brewery in the entire state of Kansas, and in my opinion, the entire region. It doesn't matter matter if you're a hop head, someone who likes something more malty or fresh, crisp, and refreshing. Your new favorite beer is on tap at Manhattan Brewing Company. I guarantee it. They also have a fully stocked bar for signature cocktails as well. So whether you're going to watch the Cats tip off in March Madness, stop by somewhere before the WNIT game in Bramlage for the women, or if you need something to take back home, Manhattan Brewing Company, whether on tap, four-packs or crowlers, is the Beer for you, trust me. Now let's get into the show.
2: Campbell's freaking state is dancing. A new season has begun. Tang has his first year cats in position for a run. So grab your bracket. Grab a brew or beverage of your choice John C. Mark's gladness When he hears Bosco's voice Oh, don't you know We're on a podcast We're Bosco's voice Because I love your bonus, baby We're on a podcast Thank you. Thank you very much.
1: Boom, the boys are back and K-State is moving on to the Sweet 16 in New York City. It's time to have an empire state of mind. K-State beats Kentucky in epic fashion. What a game. Uh, On the fifth year anniversary, the fifth birthday of Bosco's Boys, K-State takes care of business, beating Kentucky just like they did the first time this show got going for a postseason run. Uh, the very first game this show ever talked about was K State versus Kentucky all those years ago. All those years ago. And here we are going back once again. What a supreme effort! What a thrilling game! Uh, absolute heroes up and down this K-State roster, up and down. From Jerome Tang putting this team together, Marquise Noel going off, Tomlin going head-to-head with, uh, you know, the the Hercules himself, Oscar Chibwe, Keontae Johnson, what happens uh, at different moments of the game? Almost a liability, but making big plays when it counts. Ish Masood, Big 12-ish, Swish, whatever you want to call them. Massive three. It wasn't a dagger. There was still a lot of game to play. But without that, whew, I probably would have had a heart attack. When that went in, I went nuts. Folks, just an overall insane effort. One of the best games uh, of the Bosco's boys era. Over the last five years, uh, I- I'm, just, I- I'm just beyond words. I'm going to get a bunch of stuff out. I'm going to let you guys talk. Uh and and I'm gonna try to get out of the way, but uh my heart's beating, you know, a million miles an hour like I'm you know, Bill Self after I just ate a burrito at Salty Iguana. Hopefully I don't need any stints after this show. But my goodness, what a game. I could not be more proud of this team. And again, uh yes, we were the three seed, Kentucky was the six, but Vegas had Kentucky as the favorites. The entire pregame it was really about, oh, why does Kentucky feel like they're the favorites? They're the six seed. We're talking about Kentucky, Barstool, Big Cat, and all those motherfuckers talking about Kentucky. This Kentucky, that folks. This game has me sticking my chest out uh, like I was on that team. And uh, just what a credit to Jerome Tang, Gene Taylor, uh, turning this around from last place last year, the three worst years in K-State basketball history to the sweet 16 in a, in what 11 months, three week period being down thinking, okay, Hey, we have to rebuild this entire team. No, no. He said he was going to elevate it. He said it wasn't going to take long. And here we are. Second weekend in the tournament, playing Michigan State or Marquette. Why not? I mean, hell, we'll, we'll have plenty of time. We'll have another live show next week or on Wednesday to talk about it. But why not? Why not? Just big balls making big plays. And guess what? We don't have a coach. I, I, and this is the last thing. I, this is the last thing I'm going to say, and then I'm going to let all of you guys uh, have your, uh, you know, 10 cents. But Coach Calipari is a baby back bitch. Just crying, whining, throwing a fit the entire game. There is not a better person to get absolutely dunked on than Coach Calipari. And I hope he gets his ass ran out of Lexington and is unemployed for the rest of his life. Folks, I'm over the moon. I'm going to let you guys talk, but before I do, after I'm done with this, I'm going to just start drinking Manhattan Brewing Company beers out of my fridge like crazy. They have seasonals. They have flagships. They have everything you want, including a beer named after our head man, Jerome Tang. The next time you're in Manhattan, spend your entire afternoon at Manhattan Brewing Company. It's already starting to show up in the Kansas City area. It's already throughout the entire state of Kansas. Support them. Because they support this show and they support you guys as well. Over the fucking moon. I am over I I, I need to let someone else talk because I, I'm about to have a stroke right here. Let's start with uh, the good chef Andre Napier. Chef fuck Kentucky. We just beat him again. How
2: you let's fucking go. Dude, this was one of the most epic all-time games. And it was just an ugly back-and-forth game. I mean, there were spurts and moments where it was the showtime cats down the, the, down the stretch in the first half. We come out, and the refs obviously got a, an earful from Calipari. And, you know, he probably tried to throw some weight around. The foul discrepancy was out of control. And, you know, we persevered through it. We didn't hit a shot at – we didn't hit a single three, I think, in that first half. Maybe one, Marquise in the corner. But, you know, we, we battled. We went straight at Oscar Shibway. He was a fucking monster. I mean, there's, you can't really do anything when a guy is allowed to camp out in the paint for 27 seconds of the 35-shot clock and then get an offensive rebound because he's standing right under the basket for the last 20 seconds. But we persevered through that. And then because we couldn't hit a shot all game – like you mentioned, Scott, fucking Ishma sued with an absolute missile from way beyond three point line. Turned, I mean, K State. It made it look like K State was packed out in that place, and it was an awesome. It was an awesome shot. And then Keontae, totally struggling, step back, the smoothest rotation, absolute dagger. And then you've got the secret weapon if you need to close out a game, and it's Marquise. And I'm, I'm fucking. So pumped. I am so pumped about this. I, I, the Sweet Six team, and we don't want to look forward, but we're allowed to do that. These two teams, I think, are nowhere near as talented as Kentucky. Michigan State is a playing like a shell themselves compared to what they were at the beginning of the season. And Marquette is probably, like like we said when I did the Bosco's boys, the the last one. Purdue went down in the first round. I told you that if a team was not ranked in the AP top 25 at the beginning of the season and they were one and two seeds, they've never made it past the second round. So, I mean, just keep an eye out on that Marquette game, but I want everybody else to talk fucking Jack.
1: Yeah, so first off, that game is going as we're recording this. Again, we will have another show on Wednesday uh, to – talk about whoever we're playing, whether it's Michigan State or or, or Marquette. Uh, I, I want to say one thing. Uh, Oscar Shibway, loser, you, you lost the game, but he is a monster. But at the same time, uh, why even have the, the three-second rule if you're not going to call it once in the game? Fucking stupid. Doesn't matter. Uh, I'm going to Jeff next. Jeff, you're the first one to jump up on stage, so you're going to be the second one to talk. Probably should have gone to you before, Chef, but hey, uh, I I'm going crazy. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, Jeff, how about that game? That
0: was a great game. Really, really fun to watch. I missed the, uh, first half was, uh, doing some softball coaching with my, my daughter's team. So raced back home and uh, saw the best part of the whole game it was really awesome. Couldn't believe that we were even in the game after seeing the box score where you're we for 12 from three, just, like, well, if, you know, we're, we're shooting that bad, but we're still in it and we're still ahead, we got to be doing something right. And get out-rebounded by 20 to only hit, you know, five of 25 from three and to still come away with a win. I don't know how we did it. I, I watched the whole second half. I still don't know how we did it. Um, just super jacked right now, just super pumped. Um, I can't even think straight. I, I can't even remember what happened. I think I lost my mind when Keontae hit that three that I felt really sealed it. Um, just, just go.
1: Yeah. First off, uh, shout out to you for being a great dad. I had a great dad who coached all of my teams and my brother's teams growing up. Uh, so first off, shout out to you and all the great dads uh, in Bonehead Nation. Second off, again, it's it's so wild uh, that this team kind of has this feeling. Again, I think Keontae, he had uh, he had well over ten points. I think he had ten before he hit that shot. Um. So, so it's not like he was completely anonymous, but he wasn't having a Keontae Johnson game. But when we needed that that shot the most, he made it happen. And, again, Marquis Noel put this team on, on his back this entire way. And, and I love that he, you know, without a doubt, runaway player of the game. But I also love that Ish also had that shot because, again, uh, those two guys – Uh, You know, crazy faith, as those shirts on Selection Sunday uh, said. There was two guys, crazy faith. They both made big plays. And, and again, uh, I'll talk more about this, I'm sure, in the offseason. But with that performance, again, along with his All-American status, uh, we're in the second weekend. I think Marquise Noel, with this game, really wrote it in the stars, and he will be in the rafters of Bramlage Coliseum uh, one day. I, I truly believe that. He had his kind of uh, you know highlight moment, his legacy moment in postseason. Uh, I just, I, I'm just so happy that all three of those dudes made borderline dagger threes at different points. We're gonna go to Nick, and then we're gonna go to the commissioner. Uh, Nick, uh, dude, I feel like I just uh, you know drank six pots of standard issue coffee and just mainlined it right into uh, my, my mainline. Whatever, just put it right into my arms. I'm going crazy uh how
3: about holy cow yeah i think i went to a cardiac arrest multiple times throughout the game but we prevailed so start spreading news leaving today we're going to new york let's go holy cow crazy faith all all year all year even when we had our rough stretch of losses and uh in the getting the early in the big 12 tournament like come on this is this you knew this team was was a real deal and for them to battle through you know like you said the biggest uh, big man on, on in the nation and they knew the job they knew they had to step up and they did and even though he still manpowered everybody we prevailed and then we still kept confidence in shooting the ball and marquise he is that dude
1: yeah and, and again he got his but but the i think the game plan of uh, you know, throwing bodies at Shibway uh, throughout the game. Again, the, the dude was a monster. I, I, he deserved the hype. They're, I'm not trying to take anything away from him. But I, I believe the game plan of what K-State put out there and executed uh, w- w- was about as good as you could have hoped for. Uh, I, I just I, – I, I can't say enough good things about uh, the coaching staff and the players executing it. Um, let's go to uh, Bob Trollsby, the commissioner. Bob my friend uh what a fucking game
4: it feels it feels so great it feels so great i i don't have a whole lot to say the only thing i wanted to say was eight turnovers we had eight turnovers to their 16 they out rebounded us 45 to 25 and we pulled out the win Marquise, just i mean the fact that these guys are going to get to go home and play in new york city between Marquise, taiki ish Uh, And Naquan, I'm over the moon for them to use your your phrase there. And I'm I'm just beyond stoked. And and regardless of what happens in the next round, I think we can win regardless of who we're playing. But the fact that those guys are going to get to play in Madison Square Garden is going to mean a lot to them. And I can't wait to see what they do when they're on their home turf.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, You know, you have four guys who are New York city guys getting to go back. And, and again, it, the stories just seem to write themselves. That's the best part. Maybe well, it might be the best part of, uh, following college athletics or when stories like this unfold in front of your eyes. And we're lucky enough to be the fans of the team where it's just kind of laying out there. It, it is, uh, it, it's just amazing. It, the, I, I I can't I can't ex- I, I can't express my words. Some folks would say I never can on this show. Um, this is about as speechless, close closest speechless as I've ever been. Uh, and I, folks, it, it's just amazing. It was just a super fun game. Uh, you have the highlight plays, you have the big time stops, uh, just perfect. And then to your point, sorry, this is what I wanted to talk about. You, you mentioned the uh, only the eight turnovers. Uh, So this is why I didn't freak out uh, immediately. Actually, I freaked out for like the first 30 seconds. And then after talking to Jimmy, a.k.a. KSU underscore fan, he pointed out that Kentucky doesn't turn teams over. Now, I think we took care of the ball. We distributed the ball. And I think we played about as good as we, ever, we have this season when it comes to taking care of the ball. But that isn't Kentucky's game. And that's why I was not spazzing out about this game. Uh, that's why I had K-State winning this game in the bracket. This is why I had K-State line bet, only bet responsibly. Um, but but this, this is why the talking heads in the national media need to do their fucking homework, folks. Uh, everyone just taking Kentucky, everyone just saying, oh, it, it's going to be the Blue Cats. Uh, no, we matched up well with them because they didn't turn turn us over. They don't turn anyone over. And fuck it, we're not going to turn the ball over again, ever again, K case going to win the national title. Coley Dub, then we'll go What's to – What's up, K- Scott? <clears throat> um, uh, just a quick note on your last comment.
5: I will say the CBS guys before the game were, like, talking about how, like, kind of seemed like they were saying, like, I don't know how, why Case states the underdog in this, and one of their guys was just like, it's because it's Kentucky and the name on the jersey, essentially. Um, but a lot of people, yeah, they're all picking Kentucky. I'm just happy as hell, man. It, I Like, as Chibwe or however you say his name, like, yeah, he got his, but, dude, our guys battled. They just fought and battled so damn hard on defense. It was awesome, and then – You know, we just had some dudes step up and make shots when you had to have shots. Ish and Keontae didn't have their best games, but when they needed it, they buried buckets. And Marquise just, like you said, man, he just said put this team – he just put the team on his back He's like, hey, guys, let's go to F in New York. So I'm just happy as hell, so excited.
1: Yeah, I I can't – I don't even know what to say. Yeah, I'm right there with you. We'll go to Cowan. Then Matt, and then uh, we got a treat. We got uh, Grant, who will be in the hole right now, uh, to use a baseball analogy or a sex analogy. You can choose. Callan, what?
2: I mean, you just got to feel
1: good for the guys. I mean, Marquise putting the team on their back, clutch shooting when you need it. I mean, we didn't have a – it feels like nobody hit a three all game besides Marquise, and then, you know, Keontae
3: hit that three. That step back three was insane. I mean, you just feel good for the guys.
1: Yeah, I want to say something uh, uh, because Chef put it in there. I agree. Like, Tomlin definitely had a massive game himself. Uh, I I think I said it during my, you know, uh, cracked out introduction. uh, But he played a massive game, finished at the rim. He played great defense, grabbed rebounds. And, again, uh, something that I I want to give credit to uh, Tomlin before we go to Matt uh, he could have gone into his shell. Uh, there was a 12-second period where he has the ball, he turns it over, just throws it straight to Kentucky, fouls, they get an and one. We've seen at times this year where Tomlin kind of goes into his shell, he gets a second stupid foul, and then all of a sudden he's uh, you know, on the sideline, he's not, he's not contributing, and he's playing 12 minutes in that game. He didn't do that. He really rose to the occasion, and assuming Tomlin comes back next year, I think we're going to look at this game and say, wow, that was the uh, jump that he made that put him on the path of being a potential All-American next year. Uh, We'll go to Matt, then Grant. Matt, hey, we've hit all three of the uh, cocaine cats, Uh, cocaine Willie co-hosts, so Fireball Matt, uh, just walk me through it. How'd you like it?
6: Uh, I don't know if I liked the game because it was extremely stressful, but obviously the end of it was um, exactly what we needed. Uh, you know, we put some good defense and obviously able to make our free throws, but um, I felt the game, most of the game didn't play K-State's way and they were able to overcome some of those pieces. Obviously we knew Oscar Shibwe was going to be um, a monster in himself, but um, with Case and Wallace and, you know, Kentucky played a good game and the fact that we only made what three um, three pointers in that game if I thought that at the beginning um, or you know if I saw that stat line and didn't know the score I felt we probably would have probably lost by 10 or 15 points so just shows the determination of this team um, you know it's exciting as a K-State fan obviously and um, I'm ready to go to Madison Square Garden next week. Hope uh, to see some others there. I'm getting my shit booked. Let's go fucking watch the Cats win and maybe make it to the Final Four. Who knows? Very exciting.
1: Definitely. And I, I got to say that what we were able to do to Reeves and Toppin, uh, we never let them get going. Toppin ended up with just two points fouling out, one of seven from the field. Reeves, one of 15 from the field, including one of 10 from three-point. Um, again, I think everyone's going to sit back and kind of look, look at what Wallace and Shibway did. But, again, uh, when you're going to put up 75 points, uh, when you're going to get 27 from Marquise, 12 from Desi, 12 from uh, Tomlin, 13 from Keontae, uh, 4 from Carter, 4 from Gassan and then, of course, that beautiful three-point shot from Ish, uh, you're going to take that defensive performance uh, all game long. All right, first off, uh, happy anniversary, happy birthday to Boscas Boys. Let's go to the man who helped start this, the co-founder, former co-host, and one of the uh, best Twitter users of all time. He has his original Twitter account back, Uh, but it's Grant. Grant, uh, happy five-year anniversary of uh, us doing a other show on a stupid app. Um, How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. Um, I'm I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing. I'm still shaking a little
7: bit. There's nothing like winning a tournament game, especially a, a back and forth haymaker game, and doing it against Kentucky makes it very sweet. My headline for that game is overcome because we had a lot to overcome in that game. Um, at one point, it was they were in the bonus and like with like 13 minutes to go, something crazy it like 38, that. And but yeah, breathe on Oscar Sheguey, and uh, you know he's gone to the line, so it was tough. Really, really great game. Objectively fun, full of big moment, moments. Everybody stepped up in a way. That's what I liked so much about that. You know, we don't have a great front court by any means, but you know, Gasan, Tomlin, Keontae, and even Ish did their part against the the planet that is Oscar. You know, Tshiebwe. And and you know, I want to say this is the last thing I'm going to say because I don't have much time to be on here. But at last, we have some sort of redemption for the pain of Jacob Pullen going out second round after a gargantuan effort. I was terrified that Noel was going to suffer the same fate, 27 points, nine assists with just some unbelievably eye-catching assists. And uh, I was, he was desperate for help and crunch time and who steps up? Ish Masood who surely couldn't have played more than 10 minutes. I don't know. And then Keontae with an unbelievable step back swish. After dropping probably the worst game of, of the season for thirty six minutes, and then he steps up, his talent comes through, and the cats are going through, baby. It feels it feels good. And I'm suing John Kurtz for using my likeness over and over. He needs he needs to, to stop that. If he doesn't, he's, I'm taking him to court.
1: Uh, I mean no no comment on the last part. I don't want to get in trouble. Uh, but I, something I want to touch on that you said, each, you, you talked about how each player kind of had their big moment uh, where they came up big for the team. And uh, I like that. I, I like that you called that out, and, it, and it's 100% true. Uh, just about every guy who got onto the floor had one big moment, whether it was grabbing a – Big time rebound, whether it's making a big play on defense or hitting a bucket when we need it. Um, the overall buy-in from this team uh, is something that I absolutely love. I know I was I was spazzing out, uh, you know, in the first half. I was spazzing out in the second half uh, when they went on their runs. They kind of extended the lead, but never uh, once saw uh, our team put their heads down. Uh, on the flip yeah. side of that, you could see Kentucky hang their head every time we made a play. Um, So I think it really comes down to the mental fortitude that this team had, and Kentucky doesn't. And It's probably because they have a petulant child for a head coach.
7: I mean, our energy, our energy was unbelievable. Outside of maybe a one- to three-minute stretch starting the second half when they went on that 11-0 run and kind of punched us in the mouth, our energy to kind of match their physicality was really, really impressive. And, I mean, I'll say it again, everybody stepped up. I thought Tomlin had an unbelievable game. Um, he had a lot to deal with, and it just shows the show how, like, his potential. He can truly guard a one through a five, and he went up against the hardest five to guard in college basketball today, and he, he pretty much held his own. He had a nightmare, like, 30-second stretch, but other than that, that might have been his best game of the season. And then, of course, our boy Desi Sills, he had his, like, quintessential game dropped 12 points, and had some big moments. Love Desi. If we get 12 points out of Desi, that's kind of our X factor. I feel like, obviously, Naquan Naquan Tomlin is, like, the true X factor for this team. If he's on, then that three-headed beast of, of Tomlin, Keontae, and Noel makes us really tough to beat. But in a weird way, Desi Sills is kind of our X factor. If he ever gets 10, 12 points, we have to be, like, 100% win rate at that point because he whenever I feel like he contributes that that type of game we find success but I'm gonna pop off I love you all no cats we're dancing let's have a beer
1: Yes. Uh, Speaking of that, remember, we are sponsored by Manhattan Brewing Company, the best brewery in the entire state of Kansas. Stop in the next time you're in Manhattan. And they are, I I believe I saw, they're already starting to show up on tap in uh, the Kansas City market. They're going to be in liquor stores in Kansas City and Lawrence soon. And they're already all throughout the state of Kansas as well. All right. I want, uh, and again, uh, I apologize to whoever's going to have to answer this uh, last. And then also, so many of you guys just listening in, if you want up on stage, request, I'll get you up there. We'll talk about the game. I just want you guys to say what your favorite play uh, from this game is. Because, again, there, there were, are a lot of these plays that are going to show up on some of these hype videos in the future. Um, there, there's a lot of plays that are going to be showing up on individual players' highlight reels. Uh, from here on to the end of the game, or till the end of time. So I would just like you guys to shout out a play uh, that you really just went wild for, whether it be in the first half, second half, uh, anything, because there was uh, no, no uh, you know, uh, lack of, there was not a lack of highlight plays. We'll start with Chef first. Chef, what was the play that you can't stop thinking?
2: Well, I mean, obviously the highlight plays are the things that you you immediately come to. And I wanted to say this earlier. It's not something that's even going to be mentioned or brought up, but I think it shows the, the IQ of this team to the point where, like, there was a a, a sequence where they trapped – oscar down on the baseline and kiante was clearly the. i think it was on the and one maybe maybe he didn't make the basket but oscar gets a, a shot up and the foul is clearly on Keontae. and kiante has two already and they had just brought up the fact that tang is trusting Keontae out there with two fouls and marquis immediately as soon as the foul called he runs to the ref and just immediately calls for it to be on him and i think that's uh County didn't have anything to happen spectacular after that, but just the potential that Marquise knows that I only have—I don't have any fouls. I can go over there and keep our bet- one of our best players on the court, and he he held his own down there, trying to get rebounds and boxing out Oscar and playing defense and stuff. But just the smart IQ of this team, I think this is why we're going to go far because we have that mental side of the game as well as the highlights that of all these people are going to.
1: I'll go to Coley Dubb. He wanted to go next. Coley Dubb, let's play this going to
5: uh, I mean, I was telling my dad about this, kind of, kind of off of what Chef just said about how smart of a guy Marquise Noel is. Dude, when he drove to the basket and there was not a chance he was shooting that shot, but, you know, he got fouled. And as he was trying to pass to Naquan Tomlin – or not Naquan Tomlin, but David Gasson, he just went to the free throw line. He was like, no, I was shooting. I was shooting. And so – refs, you know, gave him that call and he went and buried two freaking free throws and that was kind of the turning point of that late second half and it was
6: awesome
1: because people were Yeah, if I'm a Kentucky fan uh, <laughs> I probably would have uh, broke something or I, I I would have been livid. Uh, yeah. gra- granted we, we were hot we, we were going to score on that, on, on that uh, possession regardless but that was absolutely wild, and to your point, yes, that that was an incredibly smart decision—or uh, not decision, but just how he, he instantly he, he he sold it. He, I I don't believe there's any chance in hell they give us a shooting foul if Marquise Mel just kind of stands around and he doesn't go all in selling that. So great shout out, Coley Dub. Uh, let's go to Callen next. Uh, what what's a play? a highlight what's something that an individual play that's going to stick with you from. If I wanted to go with something more low key, I'd go with one of Desi's drives that got him to the line. I think that was super important, but if I'm being honest, Keontae's step back three had me screaming in my room. I mean, it was just spectacular. Um, so that's what I'm going to go. Yeah, that, that was great. Uh, we'll go to Nick and then Jeff. Uh, but, but I agree. I, I, I can't wait to rewatch this game and, and and see that again uh with a sober mind knowing that hey, we won this game and really appreciate that play for what it was.
3: Mine would have to be either the behind the back pass from Keys or the uh three from Ish, because right is I knew it was going to go in, but I was looking at Jerome Tang and just the excitement that he had got me pumped and I about scared my dogs
2: from their nap, so. Yeah, I'll say this. Uh, Chauncey
1: was trying to lay on me to keep calm, and then he gave up. He was just like, let me outside. Uh, I can't control you. Uh, You have to be alone for this one, so. He came running in when when I uh, was going nuts after the end of the game, Uh, but he couldn't even keep me calm for this one. Jeff, uh, we'll go to you. And then to anyone listening, hey, if you want to pop up uh, and talk about the game, please request it. Otherwise, uh, I I don't have enough good questions to keep things going. I'm just going nuts. uh, And I don't know if folks are going to like listening to this. This will be the Monday show. I'll, I'll have a show where I sit down and talk on Tuesday. Uh, but this is the Monday show, so if anyone else wants to come up and get their uh, thoughts on the game, do so now. Otherwise, uh, we'll wrap up here shortly after Jeff, because I don't have any more good.
0: I think uh, for my play, a little more obscure, a little earlier in the game, with just under eight minutes to go, uh, Marquise got a layup to put us up fifty-one to fifty, and he kind of uh, like caught the ball as it went through the net of his own layup, and he just kind of slammed it on the ground. And you know, was looking at the Kentucky player getting ready to inbound it, and that's when you knew he's going to put us on our back and he's going to take us to New York City. That was it, right there.
1: Yeah, again, I I think that this is going to be one of those games. I think this is the game uh, when you look at uh, when you look at legacy type games when you start looking at uh, you know some of the best individual performances by a wildcat. Um this is going to be one of the I mean this is his Xavier game. You know, this is his I mean granted, Jacob Pullen had like a million of them. Uh you know, the Xavier game is the one in the postseason, but you think back to what he was able to do versus KU, all that type of stuff. But this was the Marquise Noel legacy game. And, and I think it might go down as one of those uh for uh, Naquan Tomlin as well. Uh, Jacob, I see in the chat, does k own Kentucky? No. Sadly, uh, coming into this game, we had played them, I think, 10 or 11 times, only had one win. So this is only the second time uh, we've ever beat Kentucky. Um, so sadly, we don't own them. I wish we did. Uh, I- I'd like that a lot, but um, sadly, we don't. Um, all right, I sent out a handful of invites to hop up. Oh, Nick, oh, go I'm ahead. I was going to ask, uh, are you going to the Big Apple? Uh, probably not. I can't say no definitively, probably not. Um, but I'd be lying to you guys if, if I, if I said I wasn't going to at least look at some flights, possibly look at some tickets, uh, and, and at least flirt with the idea. Um, so we'll see what we'll, we'll see. Um, I see Justin just popped up J- or, uh, into the show. Justin, if you want to hop up here, uh, you know, you deserve it. Uh, you're one of the best K-State basketball fans I know. So if you want to hop up here, do it soon. Otherwise, uh, we're going to call it an afternoon here shortly. Um, I'm going to get a couple more thoughts out here. I'll filibuster in case anyone does want to pop up. Um, But I I just really do think that in a NCAA tournament where we have seen uh, so many upsets, and if you just look in the region, if you look in the region of KU, Dropping that game to Arkansas, where they were up by 13 at one point. Missouri losing in the second round to a 15 seed. Iowa State getting 41 points versus a pit team who turned around and gave up 82 to a, you know, a fine, 84 to a fine Xavier team. Uh, you know, uh, they're fine. They're not great. They're fine. I I think that getting to the Sweet 16 uh, in in an era where there's so much parody in college basketball, and again, we were the underdog in this game. I I think it just says so much about this coaching staff and team uh, that they can stay focused. They can, uh, you know, do what it takes to get the job done uh, in, in what has been just a wild and crazy NCAA tournament. So, um, you know, it, unless anyone else wants to pop up, if anyone who's currently on stage wants to say anything else, uh, it's getting close to calling it, uh, calling it an afternoon. Again, I wish I had more insightful, better questions, but, uh, I'm just, my mind and my emotions are just going a million miles an hour. So, uh, any of you four have any final words and then final call for anyone who's listening in to hop up on stage, I'll say, uh, I'll keep the show going. All night, if people want to hop up and give their thoughts, but if no one else wants to, uh, we're going to get close to calling it a night.
0: Hey, Scott, any thoughts on Michigan State or Marquette? Who do we want? I mean, I'm leaning with just the slightest of leans with Michigan State because of the. I'll just, I always want to play the team with the crappier offense and on Ken Palm, that would be Michigan State, but it isn't much. Um,
1: yeah, so. So, by the time folks are listening to this on the RSS feed, we'll know who we're going to play. But my instinct is I'd rather play Michigan State because of one of the reasons why I felt relatively good about this game versus Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky doesn't turn teams over. Marquette is one of the best teams in college basketball when it comes to forcing turnovers. Um, I don't know, I'll be 100% honest. I did not look into I haven't done a deep dive on Michigan State when it comes to uh their uh procl- or their talent when it comes to turning other teams over. I just know Marquette's one of the best. Uh so I don't want to play Marquette. Uh I don't I mean Izzo is a legend and you know I I think Michigan State's pretty darn good as well. So I don't think I I'd, I'd say I want to play Michigan State. I just don't want to play Marquette. Um so yeah, all right. Uh, folks, again, unless unless someone wants to pop up, um, this is about all we have. I hope everyone who listened live, I hope you guys soak in everything uh, you can. Uh, listen to all the K-State podcasts. Listen to uh, Sports Talk Radio if you're in the Kansas City area. I would imagine for maybe the first time ever, it's going to be fun to listen to Sports Talk Radio. Uh, and they're, they're – They have to, you know, give us our roses. You know, they don't want to in the Kansas City area. You know, this is something I preach during football season, even when times were good this basketball season. Uh, Kansas City Sports Talk Radio doesn't want to talk about us. They don't want to give us our roses. Uh, So you always have to make sure you listen to K-State podcasts. Uh, Our show's been going for five years, three Maw has popped up and, and they might be the most popular one around Aggieville. Podcasts, Cocaine Willie. They do live shows during the week as well. Uh, Power cat podcast. Uh, you know, uh, the, the one that was on SB nation, it's, it's skipping my mind right now. Um, but there, there are uh, a ton of K-State specific podcasts, the game, Mitch Fortner, uh, every, every single, uh, you know, day in Manhattan. Uh, it's on podcasts as well. Listen to your K-State podcast. Uh, Nick, I, I see you have something, but but listen to uh, the folks who've been doing it all year, but it, it actually might be pretty fun to listen to Kansas City sports talk on Monday as well.
3: Nick, what do you have? uh This is just a side note. Uh, I do appreciate you ordering some coffee and, it- it, I, it, sm- it makes me smile every time I say it, it comes up on my screen then, to make you some coffee. So I do appreciate you. Just wanted...
1: I appreciate it. Uh, we'll, we'll wrap up. Hashtag no free ads, but check out standard issue coffee as well. Nick, a great veteran local uh, Kansas uh, business owner, makes great coffee. And, of course, Manhattan Brewing Company, the best brewery in the state of Kansas. We got Justin. Oh, okay, Justin. We're going to keep the show going. Justin. Nice. Yeah. Baller status cat. Justin, how about that fucking game? What a great game, Scott. I
6: just came on because I wanted to give you your roses talking about certain couple people needing a certain type of performance to cement their K state legacies. One of those guys did that tonight. Marquise Noel is that motherfucking man.
1: He is. and, And, and I said that, uh, when this tournament started and, uh, Well, you probably won't. I know you don't listen to podcasts unless I get Jimmy on. Uh, But I said it earlier in in the show that this performance, this was the legacy game. And I I think this is uh, the the game that helped put it over the top. I I firmly believe that Marquis Noel will be amongst the greats in the rafters of Bramlage Coliseum uh, before a meteor hits Earth and we all die. Uh, I, I truly believe that, and I think he deserves it. He had the individual accolades uh, this season. Uh, he has the story about sticking around through the transition and now he has those big moments in uh, you know, those team accolades that I think he kind of need to go hand in hand with the individual accomplishments. So I think he will be up there. Uh, and And I'll ask you this, Justin. Uh, what is the big play? What's the play? Uh, that is really sticking with you. You know, we're about an hour removed from the end of the game at this point. Um, what What is that play that you can't get?
6: It's got to be, <clears throat> it's got to be that that second three. No, not second three. The the three that Keese hit before Ish hit his, and then Keontae hit his. I mean, that three was big. If he doesn't hit that, Kentucky can go down and get a bucket and go up by six. But instead, it's a one point game, and we have so much. Money.
1: Yeah, it, it truly was amazing. It truly was amazing. Um, all right. This will be the final call for anyone who's listening to hop up on stage. Um, I, I want to say this what a ride it's been, and it gets to continue on. There's nothing quite uh, like making it to that second weekend, and you have that buildup, that, uh, you know, excitement. I, we're going to be tipping off on Thursday, so slightly shorter turnaround. Um, you know, we, we won't have as long to wait. Uh, actually I see Joel just popped up. So maybe we'll keep this going a little bit longer. Um, but the, the wait won't be as long. Uh, but man, I can't wait for it. All right, Joel, uh, I'm glad you popped up. Uh, just give me your thoughts. Give give me, you know, we're what about an hour removed now from the game. Uh, I've been talking like, you know, I've been drinking gallons upon gallons of coffee for the last 40 minutes. I'm still buzzing like crazy just walk me through your emo-
4: yeah first off proud of you for drinking gallons of coffee no, i've been drinking that's, gallons. that's of hypothet-
1: hypothetical like it's not true i i've had i had a couple towny wheats and i'm going to be throwing down some ipas from manhattan brewing after this i'm just talking about uh my energy level right now
4: oh yeah for sure love that uh watch the game at maloney's vibes were incredible a lot of cats fans out i mean Shoot, what can you say about Marquise Noel? I mean, incredible game. He's got ice in his veins. And as much as I hate on Ish, uh, great shot. You know that's incredible. We're America's team right now. I mean, the part of my take guys are loving us. John Ross, teens loving us. Uh, Big Cat uh, bet about, uh, against us and was talking shit all game. So okay, trust me. I, I know. I, I called him out. I, I got him on Twitter, and and then he fucking flip flopped. But um. But PFT's been all over us, so, I i mean, I, I love that. Any any uh, publicity is good publicity. But, I mean, yeah, this might be a 14. It's shaking out real nice, real nice. So, have a, having a Sunday right now, going to keep it going. The bets are looking good. Shout out Kansas for letting us bet. Um, yeah, having a great day right now. Vibes couldn't. Yeah,
1: I, I want to give a shout-out to the Republican-controlled House and Senate in Kansas and Democrat Laura Kelly uh, for allowing sports betting to be a thing in the great state of Kansas. Uh, people probably can come up with a million reasons why they dislike uh, anyone in local and state politics, but hey, at least a bipartisan ness got us sports gambling in the state of Kansas. So shout-out to them. Um, and, and I'll ask this final question, Joel, because really it's been okay. Give me your emotions, and then this was only the the only other question I've asked. Uh, what is the play that you from this game you
4: can't get out of your head, dude? I mean, I, I showed up late, so I'm sure everybody probably said this, but that alley oop at half, incredible play. I mean that that got me jumping on top of our booth. People were just going nuts. I, I mean. We, we might be the new five slam We, we go crazy on the boards. We play above the rim or under the rim and above the influence and above the rim also. So yeah, that, that's the one that really, yeah.
1: So, uh, I, I believe it was the March at March Madness. I think it is. Uh, it, it was one of the official NCAA Twitter accounts and they had an opposite baseline, uh, shot of that. Alley-oop, and it is the dirtiest play maybe in the history of K-State. Dirty like a good way, not like that Texas Tech linebacker who tried to kill Skylar Thompson, a late hit. Not that kind of dirty, but like the good type of dirty, like highlight dirty. Uh, Just absolutely amazing. Uh, Again, that might be the pass that is played in Bramlage Coliseum on the big screen when Marquis Noel goes up in the rafters 10 to 15 years from now. Uh, Absolutely amazing.
4: And I just want to say, Scott, big shout out to you for hosting this, man. You've been solid all year. Just want to give you your love and say how appreciative I am of you for what you do. Hey, I appreciate it. Again, today's
1: the 50th anniversary of the first time Grant and I put some shows out there. We were testing an app, uh, honestly, a little bit similar to Spotify Greenroom. Uh, I think it was called, uh, actually, I lied. I can't remember the name of the app. Uh, but we talked on that podcast. We published it five years ago today. And then a couple days later, we did a preview for K-State Kentucky. And I, I think it's fitting that we kind of have, uh, you know, wins over Kentucky kind of bookmarking the first five years of Bosco's boys. Um, I, I, I'd still be doing this even if we didn't have, you know, the you know, few thousand listeners every single episode. Uh, If we didn't have uh, live rooms and folks doing this, I'd still be doing it because I enjoy doing it. I'll I'll do it until I stop enjoying it. Uh, But it is uh, a lot more fun. It's super fun that we built this community. So thank you, Joel. Um, All right. I I think that is going to be it unless anyone surprises us by uh, hopping up here uh, right before we call it a day. Uh, But but what a game it was. Again, it's another one for the history books, only the third time in my life the cats are making it to the second weekend uh, in the NCAA tournament, and uh, again, going from you know the doldrums that the last three years have been, um, it, it wasn't fun. It was not a fun three years, and to so quickly get back to this level in which K State basketball has historically been at. Um, really says something. Jerome Tang gets to now put his name amongst the greats at K State who have taken this storied program to the Sweet 16. Uh, again, you, you look at the history, you look at the names who have held that position that Jerome Tang has. Uh, some of the best coaches to ever do it. And Jerome Tang now gets to put his name right up there with Jack Gardner, Gardner Hartman, Winter, uh, you know. Uh, Bruce Weber, Frank Martin, uh, Long Kruger, all these guys, a lot of which basically everyone I mentioned except for Frank and pr- maybe Bruce. I don't I don't know if Bruce ends up making it to the Basketball Hall of Fame, but putting his name alongside some Basketball Hall of Famers, um, and hopefully it is just the beginning. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm going to call it uh, uh, an afternoon. I'm going to crack open a couple more. Patton Brewing Company, uh, just 16 ounces of pure magic. And uh, I'm going to call it a day. Uh, I'm going to say this. Enjoy this, K-State fans. Call up, you know, your cousins. Call up your parents who are K-State fans. Call up your friends. Keep the party going all week uh, because your K-State Wildcats are in the Sweet 16. So for all the boneheads, for every single guest and every single person who has listened to this show over the last five years, for Grant, one of the co-founder, the guy who who's who's done it with me uh, for the majority of the last five years, for Chauncey, the best dog in the world, for my dad, for my grandfather, I'm a third generation K-State Wildcat graduate. For everyone who rocks with the purple, white, and lavender, we
2: love you guys and Go Cat. It's time to get set for the cat attack.
4: You can feel the excitement. You can feel it coming on. For
2: Kansas State, the feeling's growing strong. You can join in the action. This is where you want to be. With Kansas
4: State, come on, set your spirit free. Our pride is with the cats. Kansas State, come on, join the cats.
2: Podcast Network.